This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Fisheries and Oceans Canada announced a two-year renewal of licenses for marine finfish aquaculture facilities outside of the Discovery Islands. I have mixed opinions about the announcement. I think there are some good things and there are some not-so-good things. Explains Stan Probish, senior scientist with the Watershed Watch Salmon Society. They received a license for two years based on these conditions. And those conditions are rules that the salmon farms need to follow. Uh, Part of the problem is we actually don't have a copy of those rules yet. We've seen draft copies and there really still are concerns about some of those rules, particularly around how they try to control their parasites on their farms that can spread to wild fish. We really know through observation over years and years that the industry really isn't able to control the parasites on their farms. So that's something we're really going to have to watch. I think this is good progress towards their federal promise to transition the industry out of British Columbia by 2025. I think uh, the industry probably will not like this decision. It's going to make their industry quite a bit more uncertain. While we're encouraged that the licenses have been renewed, significantly longer term licenses are really needed to encourage further investment in innovation and technology. Said Ruth Salmon, Interim Director of the BC Salmon Farmers Association. The government is looking for investment in innovation. They've said that but the short-term licenses really don't give the investors the necessary confidence to invest in Canada. So that's the disappointing piece, but we remain committed to work with government, including our First Nation partners, and their voices have been heard in this, and that's very encouraging. I think together we can secure a bright future for salmon farming in British Columbia. I think it's a positive first step because it gives us an opportunity to work with both levels of government, including First Nations, our partners that we work with, on a path forward. So I think industry is encouraged by that. Details of a draft plan framework for transitioning from open net pen salmon aquaculture will be unveiled in the coming weeks. In its press release yesterday, DFO explained, quote, The transition plan will rely highly on input from the government of British Columbia, First Nations, industry, local governments, stakeholders, and British Columbians. Consultations will run until early 2023. The feedback received during these consultations will be instrumental in the development of the final transition plans expected in spring 2023." While the press release uses the phrase transition from open net pen salmon aquaculture in three places, Ruth Salmon is encouraged by the fact it does not actually state the farms must move on to land. They talk about a transition plan that involves innovation and reduces interaction with wild salmon. They don't actually say land. So I think until we see that that framework and how they're defining transition, I think we probably can't assume what it might look like. On April 22nd, a federal court ruled that former Federal Fisheries and Oceans Minister Bernadette Jordan breached the rights of BC salmon farmers to procedural fairness when she ordered them to phase out operations in the Discovery Islands by June 2022.
Consequently, DFO will now conduct consultations with First Nations communities and current license holders in the Discovery Islands on the future of salmon farm licenses in this area. These consultations will inform a final decision expected in January 2023 if the Discovery Island fish farm licenses are renewed. One of the first farms to go operational could be at Raza Island, just off the northern tip of Cortez. Cermak Canada has reassembled the site and is poised to put nets back into the water. The good news is First Nations and governments will be at the table together. This is the kind of process that we were hoping for before in the Discovery Islands that didn't happen. The first time Minister Jordan made her decision, it was a decision without a consultation with all stakeholders, all parties, all First Nations. Now they realize that's an important step to take. We're pleased by that. The kicker there is that they did not renew those licenses during that consultation process. That's really good news, in my opinion. The announcement said that they're going to make a final decision on the Discovery Islands in the beginning of 2023. That means that there's no Atlantic salmon that are going to be going into those farms anytime soon, which is great news. It's kind of interesting that, that the minister didn't make a, an open public presentation today. I think part of the reason there is because, you know, whatever she says around salmon farms, there's going to be one side of the equation that is upset with what she says. I think maybe that's part of the reason. The only other thing I'd like to say is I, I think these are positive indications that this government is going in the right direction on this issue. But we're going to have to continue to watch both the industry and the government. Probish was on the steering committee of the first five risk assessments that the Canadian Science Advisory Secretariat made of fish farms. He alluded to some of the recent testimonies that he and a number of scientists and environmental leaders made before Parliament's Standing Committee on Fisheries and Oceans. Nine pro-industry scientists responded through an opinion piece in the Globe and Mail. There are components of Fisheries and Oceans Canada that have been suggested to have an alignment with industry or a potential industry bias. If that's the component that is, say, monitoring the industry, uh, coming up with these conditions of license, we still could be facing an internal problem within the federal government and particularly some people in the aquaculture management branch of DFO. They really still need to be watched over the next several years until that 2025 deadline is up. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>